Good afternoon, everyone. We're here in conversation with chef owner Will Goldfarb. That's me at the world famous Room for Dessert here in Ubud, Bali. Came to Bali about nine years ago with my wife, looking for a change of pace from New York. And we really loved Ubud. We started here, we started at Warung Murnis, uh, just a little homestay over down by Champuan Bridge. And we always said that we would come back here to try and make a life for ourselves. And we, that was 2008, we were planning to move to Bali in 2008. We were derailed slightly when we when I had a cancer diagnosis and then took me about a year to sort of get over that and then we were able to bounce back 2009. I started in coup d'etat in Seminyak for the first few years to get settled in with the boys there including uh, chef Ben Cross who's still there running the fantastic Medjikawi restaurant upstairs of coup d'etat. And we decided it was time to open our own place. And I had been waiting to redo Room for Dessert since its untimely demise in New York in the spring of 2007. And even though it was six or seven years later, it seemed like the right thing to do. And we came up to Ubud to make our, stake our claim here in a deserted stretch of Jalan Sangigan, uh, because I really didn't want to deal with the uptown traffic of the Ubud temple area, otherwise I could have stayed in Seminyak. And we found a space actually down the street, which we had for a year, and that's how we got our place. So we got the lease in uh, January 2014, we opened in June, here we are, just celebrated our third anniversary. Um, thank you. Um, thank you very much. We always want to start sort of small and humble, but at the same time, we like to be pretty dynamic and welcoming. So as our guests evolve, the place evolves, and we've been lucky to be open for three years, take care of more and more people, and just do more and more things. So, you know, when we opened, we were really just able to take care of a few people at the bar for dessert. As it's grown, we really expanded the cocktail program, the spirits list, the wine list, dessert tasting menus, counter service, and then we opened the back garden, which previously had been our staff canteen. Our customers would be here, still hungry after a long night, and they wanted to have some savory food, so we let them eat with our staff. Nice, fresh, home-cooked Balinese food. That's where we are right now. That's exactly where you are right now. Um, although it's gone through a couple of iterations since then, new murals on the wall, new garden planted, um, this was just grass uh, three and a half years ago. Nothing. And it slowly evolved. The first year was our family meal. The second year we opened kind of a Catalan snack bar, ham and cheese and bread. And then our, our third year, um, we had a chef, Venezuelan chef in, that's last summer, kind of cranked up our food offerings. Um, and some great ceviches, fresh stuff, kind of keeping the Latin flair, but, but broadening out all local ingredients and wood fire. Fantastic. And then this year we've moved to all day dining. So we've got great options 
Saturday, Sunday brunch from noon. We're actually open every day now from noon. Closed on Mondays. Open every day now at 12 p.m. to 12 a.m., six days a week. Space grow really organically. The design's grown organically. We've been planting organically. Furniture's been acquired, junk sales. But at the same time, our pastry approach is very methodical. Uh, even though we like to be intuitive at the end, we really pride ourselves on being precise. We've got a really good group of cooks, all young Indonesian, Balinese kids, um, some Balinese as well now. Um, really working really, really hard, very, very careful to do desserts that are prepared classically correct and also interesting, delicious. A lot of contrast in temperature and texture and flavor and hopefully a lot of joy. Um, our average guest has nine desserts, so it's really hard. It's a balancing act to make sure we deliver nine desserts in a fun way, not a pedantic way. Um, keep people entertained, keep people leaving here light on their feet, um, and keep them around the table having a good time with their friends. I mean, a really important part of what we're doing here in Bali is to help expand the culinary scene and to be relevant abroad and also to bring excellent people here to Bali to cook with us. So we just came back from a stint. We've been doing extended collaborations with Potato Head family. We did over a week at uh, the 1930s, the bar in uh, Potato Head Singapore, which is an exquisite bar. Uh, we also have been setting up, we did one in Academy, the bar in the Katamama Hotel, um, and we've been working uh, hand in hand with Potato Head, Calm, Adarine, Three Buns, really some great brands that have elevated the hospitality game in Indonesia uh, completely. And we've also focused on our chef-driven collaborations, a dinner at Burn Ends, dinner at Tippling Club, which kind of bookended our time with Potato Head Singapore. We've backed off a bit now because we have some super secret projects in the works probably revisit some collaborations toward the end of 2017. We've had great guest chefs here. We're looking forward to bring over Pam Young from, uh, got her first Michelin star at Samia. Uh, we try to stay busy uh, here. We try to keep it interesting. We try to keep it fun. We try to show our, our customers a good time. You know, we had the Movita guys here. It was a blast. It's like, we always want to show people a good time. It's been really a great experience. We're always trying to do, I mean, we had Johnny Nash do an album release here. We've got a Johnny Cash cover band we love. Um, we've got guitarists playing at brunch. We've got DJs popping in and out. Um, we just try to show our guests a good time. Uh, we did a great launch with uh, for uh, Ubud Writers Festival with Hanya Yanagihara. So, we, yeah, we just try to keep it, keep it fun, um, try to work with the best people around, um, and try to show our guests something fun, make it worth their while to come back. You know, we're, we're really lucky at Room for Dessert. We've got great customers, um, and it's really helped us because people like coming here, and they like coming back. You know, I was in a group the other day, and the question was, if you had a million dollars, what would you do? And I basically said I would do exactly what I'm doing right now. I'm sitting in the back of my bar, beautiful wife and daughter floating around, um, making desserts and trying to show people a good time. I mean, that's my first choice. Um, so we just try to keep make, deepening the experience here, um, show people what we can do, and but not in a ego-driven way, just in a passionate way. Try to be excited about what we do. We've got a lot of room to grow here. There's a lot more attention we can pay 
to the making of our base ingredients from salts and sugars and chocolates and coffees and spices. So I think you're going to see a lot more of that from Room for Dessert in 2018. Um, so stay tuned. You're here with Will Goldfarb at Room for Dessert exclusively for Globetrotter TV.